Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. Yo, Beth. On a Saturday. It's all leaving with your boy, Barry Grant. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud as well as YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and wherever you find your podcasts available. And trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, comment, because the page is growing, baby. That All Even Wave. Get on that wave. Don't get left behind. Lots to get into. Of course, you hear my voice right now. I was at the Mets game last night. Losing my mind because they won the game in extra innings. That's besides the point. Lots to get into. The Lakers, are they panicking yet? I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and discuss that. Also, phone a friend is back with Coach V. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to speak to him. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. So let's just jump right into it. You know, growing up in the hood, it taught you lots of things. Taught you how to be smart how to think on your feet all types of stuff but the one thing that it always taught you whether you wanted to accept it or not was how to stand on your square right how to stand up for yourself you get picked on you get beat up in the hood and every day is the same thing you get beat up you get beat up and you say yo I cool wait till my older brother comes back home it's gonna be a different story on this block Wait till my older brother gets back home. It's going to be a different story in this spot. Wait till my father gets here. Wait till my cousin gets here. Wait till my homies get here. But every day, you're getting beat up. You're getting beat up by the same dudes. At some point, you have to stand on your square. You have to defend yourself. You have to actually stop looking for help. Doesn't this remind you of the Los Angeles Lakers right now? We've been hearing all year throughout the injuries the bad play, the inconsistent rotations, the poor play. Oh, you know, when everybody gets healthy or LeBron comes back or when AD comes back, everything is going to be fine. Well, what do we have here? AD has been back for, you know, probably 10 games or so. And he just had his breakout performance since he's been back. 36 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists on 12 or 23 shooting, but they lose. They lose. They lose bad. Dame Lillard uh, lights them up, and the Lakers are now in the seventh seed, seventh place in the Western Conference, which means they are in the play-in tournament. And what do I keep hearing from people? Oh, well, you know, when LeBron comes back, 
you know, everything is going to be fine when the rotation settles down and everybody knows their role and blah, blah, blah. But why are we waiting for that to have this team play well? We all know what LeBron James brings to the table. But for what you're telling me, what everybody else is telling me is that this team is not independent. They're not self-sufficient. They can't figure it out without LeBron James. Now, granted, LeBron is a great player. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this is a championship team. This is a team that is the defending champions right now. And what I'm hearing is excuses. They can be able to play bad and play poor, and it's okay to sputter and stumble into the playoffs because LeBron James will be back. The gang will be all back. My cousin is coming. My brother's coming. Wait till my brother comes. It's that mentality. But what I see is a team that cannot stand on a square. They can't stand up for themselves. They can't have great performances. And don't even get me started on Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is supposed to be the third guy on this team. And look how he's looking. He had one of the worst games he's had as a professional. In a clutch game against the Blazers. Shocked? No. I'm not shocked. Because this is what we've had to deal with. This is a team, like I said, they look like they cannot stand on their own. They're always looking behind them like, when is the help coming? We, we, we need help. No, you don't. This is a deep roster. Figure it out. Yes, when LeBron comes back, you guys will be better. But how you're playing right now is not championship-level basketball. You can't beat anybody right now. The Lakers can't beat anybody right now in the NBA. Much less the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Blazers, the Jazz, all the top echelon teams in the NBA. They can forget about that if they don't take care of home base. You have to start playing well. You have to stop using these excuses like you're going to just be able to flip a switch. You cannot. That's not the way basketball works. You need chemistry. You need confidence. You need to be playing well. You can't go into the playoffs looking like this, especially in the Western Conference. So why should I not feel some type of concern or panic? Laker fans all over the place should be panicking. These analysts, commentators, they should be questioning the direction of this team. They should really be wondering what's going to happen if they'll even make the playoffs. Isn't that funny? The defending champions are on the verge of not making the playoffs. Frank Vogel, as much as I like him, what I've seen out of Frank Vogel, I, I'm, I'm starting to question some things. Montrezl Harrell has a DMP against Portland. So he, there's no way that he can be able to get on the, the court at all. It's just a Marcus Old drumming game, right? Those things to me don't make sense. Montrezl Harrell can't get on the court? Really? Like, what type of rotations are we seeing here? Kyle Kuzma has one of the worst games I've seen him have, but yet he still gets the jack bad shot 
after bad shot, turnover after turnover. But Trez has to sit on the bench and, and watch all this. That's not championship-level coaching. And now I'm starting to question exactly what coach is doing. I really am. I'm concerned because I don't see a team that's ready for the playoffs. I don't see a team that's ready for a play-in tournament. So in the final games of the season, what are we going to see? Are we going to see this team stand up and fight? Or are we going to see a team that's waiting for help to come? That may not be there. Coming up after the break, phone a friend with renowned basketball trainer, Coach V. On a Saturday, it's all even. Yo, it's your man DJ G Money from that Flip the Script podcast. Yeah, 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 we in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 listen. Shout out to the All Even podcast, my oh, man Barry oh, Grant Jr. Whoa, whoa, What's up, whoa, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? What you what you want to say to the people? Shout out somebody else's podcast. Yeah, my man Detroit. What's up? All oh, Even. All oh, Even podcast. Yo, they ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this yo something. All Even. Yo, you. Oh my God. What's up with you, man? Now you well, that's a shot of you keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all all the all even podcast, right? Yeah, all Shout even. All even podcast, right? All yeah. even. Uh, That's your man? My man. Alright, shout out to all even podcast. 100%. He cool. Is he? He cool? Let me see. Is he cool? Is he? Call him up. Call him up, 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 call him up. Competing for a reason, trying to stay undefeated, yeah. Call him up, 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 call him up. Game of the season, don't lie, we're all leaving, yeah. Who we have on the show today is former professional basketball player overseas for FIBA. He played 18 years. He's a basketball coach. He's also a trainer. He has his own uh, you know, training, training organization, just founded that, you know, Coach V Elite Training. Welcome to the show, V. Kenneskesian. How you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me. It's absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it's an honor to have you on the show today. Uh, I'm a big fan. You know, I follow your stuff. Uh, I've been, you know, watching a lot of interviews uh, that you've done. You know, it's really, really a great story of um, how you've come up in this country and how you've established yourself. So, you know, I definitely want to want to kind of get started with your basketball journey because, you know, you played 18 years FIBA basketball, which is a, a huge accomplishment. You know, that 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 is a huge accomplishment to do. Uh, you know, where did your love of basketball begin? Did it did it start early or was it something that you picked up late? Um, compared to this era now, I think it's late. I started around 13, 14 years old. OK. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it started with the, um, with the school team. And uh, when I played a tournament with the, back home in Lebanon, um, with the, like, there is a, a school, school league is a little bit different than here. So when I joined that and I saw, like, people cheering for, for the players and right. I was like, and I was 13 years old, you know, you want to, you want to impress the girls, you want to impress the others. So, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, I think the first uh, spark to join 
a team and and try to do uh, what others were doing so to get kind of fame or or recognition that that was the first first uh, spark that got me into it definitely definitely so you know with with so with some kids when they start is it uh, did you pick it up early like it was it something that came natural to you or did you realize early on that I really have to work at this a little harder because I don't have those natural skill sets that some other people are, you know, you hear that some kids are just born to play basketball. Others, they really have to work, work at it to get those skills. So, you know, were you that type of kid or did you really have to work at it? Uh, at the beginning, uh, it was a challenge because, uh, okay, I'm a type of a guy and I, re I mean, discovered myself at the, later on, I started thinking about it. Like what got me into it? What, what was the thing that, drive me drove me to to do these things right i can teach to others uh and and that's that's how that that's how i started uh at the beginning uh when they said to me that hey uh i first try out with the school was like uh the coach said um you know what maybe basketball is not for you right maybe try something else yeah and before basketball i was in track and field mm. um sprints and long jump okay like, so i was very good at sprinting um naturally i was i was gifted um my upper body was skinny but my lower body was from from what i remember was like my legs were huge like right. you know? <laughs> and and and, um, and then i discovered that i have a jumping ability with it too okay so, but uh, i had um maybe inclination or something uh, towards being athletic. It's not a gifted athletic, you know, but you have to put the work. Absolutely. So when I started putting the work, the athletic ability, since I did the track and field, that was another thing, helped me a lot, long jump and sprinting. So again, it was a challenge for me, but as a skill set, I didn't have nothing. I didn't know how to shoot. I didn't know how. I, I just knew, knew that I can run when I started doing some layups and stuff. Right. Uh, but again, uh, I didn't have a success at the beginning, definitely. But the challenge was like, I said, I'm going to prove them wrong. Like, that's right. I want to do it. Like, I really want to do it. And uh, I got so pissed off and I was so mad when they didn't pick me for the school team at the first time and uh, and the way that they told me there was a tryout you know how the tryouts are like yes I have time to pick everyone and look into every skills or possible talent that they might happen but at that time I'm not thinking like that I'm thinking like why they're not picking me like I right. want to do this so it was a challenge I went home I cried I, I was so sad about it and I said you know what I'm going to push harder. So my push harder at that time was like, I'm going to do some push-ups and sit-ups and, and uh, pull-ups and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm going to try it again. Absolutely. So, so I had a friend that played basketball and there was a, a club team. So they were looking for uh, young players. And I said, you know what, can I join there? As they said, yeah, there, there is a tryout. You can go in. I went to a tryout. There was like 40 kids. Wow. Like, and um, after second tryout, third tryout, 
coach eliminated like half of it and and our and they name they told me like if you can if you don't improve you're not going to be on the team and i said what i need to do so i went home again do the things that i do and i joined the gym to get my upper body stronger and stuff like that so came back again um I had a breakthrough in one of the games later on, and that was a turning point in my career. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. I have a story. I mean, I have an interesting story. Like when I was young, uh, I was, I made the team finally, uh, but I was playing a different position. I was playing point guard. At that okay. time, I, was, you know, I wasn't tall, but I felt like point guard is not for me. Right. Uh, but I couldn't say to the coach, I'm happy to be in the team so i do whatever they uh, so yeah maybe the third backup point guard on the team but i mean i'm happy um i made the team but now that i i saw like the other guys are talented and doing other stuff so i start working harder and harder i went to the coach and i asked him if i can come early an hour and and he if he can teach me the the, the proper ways and the moves and stuff like that and the coach said, you know what? Yeah, why not? And I was the only one that asked for that. And the coach, uh, he was an old coach, very devoted for the kids. And he said, you know what? Come early, one hour early, and we'll work on it. So I awesome. started coming early. Yeah. And when, and one day we had a game and um, it, it was a tough game, like um it's a really tough game and the coach wasn't expecting us to to compete i mean just the game he didn't want to play that game by the way because he knew that we weren't ready for it wow okay in that game two of the main starters didn't show up wow and the coach threw me in it like you know what this is it we were like seven or eight players he said you know what you're you're playing uh, starting it so i was like I, I had the best game ever at that time wow and I scored the half of the team's point. Wow. We ended up going to overtime. And I'm still remembering. This is like long, long time ago. I still like clearly remember everything. So the, uh, we, had, we, we went overtime with a team that we should have lost by 20. And we're missing two starters in it. Right. So... I scored a lot of points and I was doing, I mean, I mean, I don't remember exactly how, what, what was it, but I mean, I know that I did very well. And the coach after the game said, um, if those two players were going to miss again, they're out of the team. <laughs> so I kind of secured a place. That's right. And after that, when they start coming, um, they were coming from the bench and I, I, I took that role. And I was doing the the one on one with the coach, which helped me a lot and a lot. Uh, at that period of time, I was a little bit growing too. And, and uh, the next summer, I grew a couple of inches. My vertical was like crazy, wow. dunking and stuff like that. And the coach said, "You know what? I want you to play with the senior team too." And so I was practicing an hour early with the coach, do the the young, the junior, we call it junior, junior and senior. So okay. the junior club team, I practiced with them. And after that, I practiced with the older guys. So another challenge was like, I stopped seeing like, um, I'm, I'm becoming better than my, my age group. Right. 
I'm competing against the older guys and older guys meaning 20, 25, and I'm only like 15, 16. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. So, so that, that again, I mean, I think I, it fueled my, my ambition and my, my goals. I said, you know what? I got this. I, I can do this. Like, you know, and I, I fell in love with it and I took it. And in, after that, like it was, I mean, in, in two years, I was one of the best in the area, one of the best in the, in the city. And, um, and even they, I got a call at the younger age to play the national team of the country, like the, wow. the yeah, highest honor for the, for the basketball. So yeah, the beginning was tough. Uh, I'm jumping from a, a year by year, but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, when I started putting the work and practicing three, uh, three, three hours a day, um, but we weren't doing every day. So it was like three, four times a week and sometimes play games. So everybody starts saying like, this guy is talented, this guy is right. talented. And my, I start like dunking over players and stuff like that. It got me like, when I start dunking, it changed my, 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 my basketball. It was like, I wasn't very good shooting at the shooter at the beginning. Yes. But, um, but I have a crazy dunking ability. So at that age when you're dunking and stuff you know the oh it gives you yeah it gives you confidence yeah exactly and and you get the recognition of others like wow this guy and everybody's like can you dunk like this can you dunk like right. that and i start <laughs> doing it and while i'm trying everybody's asking me to dunk and that helped my jumping ability even better like yes hey, I'm dunking i'm dunking i'm trying this oh try can you do this can you do that and so so that was that was the my my window to to advance and go higher level and then i discovered that i need to work on other stuff so right so yeah that was the the the, the beginning i think that's that's amazing coach and, and the thing is you know a lot of people don't realize that when it comes to sports people are naturally gifted but it's the players that put in the work it's the desire it's the 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 no quit attitude is what gets guys to the next level like the fact that you had you know, a desire to prove people wrong, to say that I can do this. Yes. I'm going to work my tail off and make sure that, you know, I, I prove that I am good. I can be able to compete with guys my age and, and be able to compete with guys that are not my age as well. So, yes. you know, that's definitely, that's why I love the sport of basketball. That's why I love sports period, because it's always something where you can be able to defy the odds. Like somebody can tell you that you'll never make it but it's up to you. It's up to how much work you put in of where you end up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, I, I love the journey about sports and, you know, your journey is so interesting. So, you know, now you're, you're starting to, to dunk, you're athletic, you're one of the best players in your town, your city. Uh, when did you decide, well, not even really decide, but what age did you turn pro? Uh, okay. So, since again, um, I'm coming from a, a small city at the beginning, right? And, um, in a poor environment, like uh, um, I mean, I'm very honest, like I would like to say it, like I couldn't afford to have a, a basketball shoe, right? And right. I'm always going to my dad, can I have it? And it was, I mean, I'm talking about like maybe 30 years ago, so yeah. 
So it wasn't that easy. Now every kid has the best. Yes. Best, yes. The best but I mean, even in, like imagine, I mean, whoever played this game at that period of time, they already know, like the the, the basketball shoe had a great value. Yes. I, yes. I, I used to clean my shoes. You know, like, right. who does that now? You know, right? You you, you, now, don't, you don't hear kids cleaning their shoes? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Now it's like, oh, call, uh, dad, I need another one. Now right. Dad, a, oh, there is a KD, jo, uh, right? Bronze, uh, I don't know, number seventeen. That's so what? true. It's so yeah. true. So I'm valuing everything that I'm getting, but at the same time, I understood that um, uh, how somehow, because my dad is always like, um, wasn't encouraging me at that point. Uh, like, you know, do your home, uh, homework, do right. your, you know, basketball. I mean, you, you can't, I mean, back then the professional basketball wasn't big thing. Right. So yeah. he, he, you know, he didn't want you, he, he, he didn't understand the focus of this. He, you know, yeah. he, it comes from an old school type of mentality where you yeah. gotta, you know, you gotta work, you gotta do school and, and this. So I definitely understand that. Yeah. And, and now I teach differently, of course. I mean, course. I learned that you can do that. You can do uh, your homework and Absolutely. go play basketball. It's like just time managing and stuff like that. Absolutely. But at the early age, all I'm thinking is like, I love this game. I want to become best because when you're getting those recognition at that age, that this is like a kingdom for me. Like I'm Absolutely. getting, like I was nobody and I'm, wow, this guy plays this guy. I'm, I'm hitting that. My dad start like people come to my, my dad say, your son is gifted. Your son is gifted. So I said, let me, and summer times I used to go uh work also that's something also in 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 overseas is is normal like you can go work at age of 15 16 17. right no not really hard work or but you can you but know you can earn something yeah you can and you can make some money from right it. so I said, let me go and make some money from uh working so i can afford my basketball shoes and whatever i need to right eat and stuff like that so that's what I did. So I started saving money for it. And I, I remember one time I went to a job. I hated it, but <laughs> I, I just wanted, because the, the salary was monthly salary. I said, I want to, I want to go one month, make the money and, uh, buy and my quit. <laughs> yeah. So when I went to quit, I said to the boss, like, Hey, uh, uh I, I'm going to quit. I took my check and the boss said, no, no, no don't do that. I'll raise your uh, salary. Oh, I, wow. Yes. Just to stay, you know, I said, you know, thank you very much. I, I took what I needed to take from it. So the money that I needed at that time and <laughs> made my dad proud that, Hey, I can, you know what? I don't want to go to my dad and ask for exactly for basketball shoes so I can right. take care of myself. And this is like, maybe I'm 16 here, like, you know, 16, not even 17, 16, 15, right. 16. So another thing is that I, um, when I did that, so now I'm everything that I am doing has a value. Yes. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm buying my shoes. It's, it's not like when it's someone is giving it to you, it's different than when you're buying it. Oh, absolutely. You know, when somebody's giving you something like you, you, you don't really appreciate it as much as when you, you earn it yourself. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's really important. Yeah. I don't want to hear, my dad 
saying, complaining. I don't want to hear a, a negative thought. So I said, oh, no, I'll take care of it. So, okay. So I got the support from my dad, like, okay. That, it means like, you know, maybe, I mean, the old way of teaching is also is like, they put you down to see if yes. you can make it, you know? Right, and, right. They, they, you know, they beat you down to see if you can be able to kind of, you know, rise through that and, and see if you right. can be able to, to have tough skin because, you know, the way, the way it was is like you have to have tough skin to be able to survive in this world. So Exactly. Yeah. But at that point, I'm not understanding that. I'm right. understanding like, oh, he doesn't want me. Oh, I'm going to prove him wrong too. Right. Like, I, like I had this thing and still have in me, but this is was like, I want to... You, I mean, if you say no to me, I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> yes. Now it's like, now it's I choose my battles. I choose right. what I need to, where I need to fight for it. But at that time, like, hey, you can't do that, Dunk. You can't do this. You cannot make it. Uh, no small kid uh, from the small town, a poor environment ever made it. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll show you. Like, That's right. That was my mentality. Right. And I think that now I look back and I see that those are the traits, though, those are the things that I had that helped me at the oh, end. Yeah. I was fueling me without yeah. me even knowing it. I'm right. just doing my thing. But now when you start analyzing what happened, because I were, you know, I start, this is like 20 years ago, I start thinking about it. Like what made me do that? Yes. How can I teach my players, like if they're going through a tough time, what to do, like how to right. appreciate everything that is given to them, if it's given or go and earn it. And Absolutely. a lot of times in high school, uh, the coaches, they don't have time for you. You have to make time for yourself. Right. So it, it's up to you. It has to come up to you, you know, and Absolutely. work. And um, when you see the result, you get involved uh, in love in that result and and uh, you start doing it more and more and that's how i start jumping from level one level two and at the age of 19 18 19 uh, i was semi-pro like i was working part-time and doing basketball okay so i had some contract i mean that by the back then it wasn't much but uh, it was enough it was like as if you're working a regular job Right, like a part-time job or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, for a 17 years old, you don't need, you know, food is provided, home shelter, as everything right. is provided. You only need um, whatever money you're making. Uh, I start helping the family later on. Oh, that's great, great. And uh, year after year, you're doing better. Uh, other teams are interested in me, and they're paying me more to go to their team. And that was the, 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 the beginning of my pro career. Okay. Now, you know, as you start to embark on your, your pro career, your journey, did your father kind of come around to it and say, hey, listen, you know, you know, he's really, really good at this. So it's time for me to really like support what he's doing and and get fully behind it. Or was he still he still didn't really understand it. But, you know, as your father, he's going to he's going to be there and give you some support. I mean, I think. Uh, again, he was a very old school guy. I think he knew he was proud, but again, uh, in my culture also, they won't compliment you because right. they think you're gonna be um, proud or 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 not to put the work. You're gonna think yourself you're a big shot. Yeah, spoiled, all entitled. Hearing, yeah. All I'm hearing is like, 
uh, you're you're kind of nobody still. Right. Still, you didn't do much, you know. Right. Like that's I think that's the old school. Like absolutely, that's a tough love. Like you know, yes, yes. Uh, because they don't want you to fail in life. They don't right. want you to leave everything and pursue basketball, and they don't know the the outcome of it. They don't right. know you can make a career from it. They They're don't. They, they don't want. They don't want you to struggle like they did. You know exactly. Exactly. Right. That that's their mentality, and uh, and again, that's another thing. It's always fueling my my passion and fueling my my desire to 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 go next level and next level when i start getting those contracts and i'm still working i came to a point that i saw other players the pro players they're practicing every day which i wasn't doing at that time i was talented i'm doing good i'm scoring points and doing great but it's like natural raw talent nothing uh, nothing coming from hard work and since everybody's telling me like you're talented, you're talented, yeah, and the leaning on how oh, I'm talented, I don't need to train too much. Right, you start you start to believe the hype a little bit. Exactly, exactly. But uh, when I saw that the others are, I said, if I'm training three times a week, let's say, and my other guys are training five times a week, they're gonna get better than me. Absolutely. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna leave everything, and uh, and pursue this thing. I'm gonna do this. Uh, full in it so the club that i used to play with was far away from my city so during summertime when i don't have anything no school no nothing i used to live in that city by myself with another teammate so i'm practicing now every day every day every day and other than the team practice i'm practicing by my own i start shooting i saw i heard that the guy the guys used to shoot like three four hundred shots a day right Back then, that was a big number. Now everybody says now it's like, like a thousand plus. Yeah. Now it's it's now like when we heard that Steph Curry was shooting a thousand a day or fifteen hundred shots a day. Uh, you know when I, when you hear those, your limits stretched. You start thinking, oh, I said, you know what? I'm gonna go five hundred. If okay. they're doing four hundred, I'm gonna go five hundred. So five hundred became easy to me. And remember. No one is passing me the ball. I'm shooting it by myself, following right. the ball. Following through, getting your own rebounds. Yeah. Exactly. And put it back. So right. I said, you know what? I'm If I miss, I'm going to run and dunk. Okay. You know? So now I'm double the work. It's yeah, like, you're, you're, double, you're double training. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. It's not like uh, just take the shot. And I used to do another the drill is like, Every time I'm taking shots, certain shots, like 100 shots of those, it has to come while me running, wherever the ball bounces, Right. I grab it and shoot it again. If I made it, I grab it, two dribble outside, turn, shot, like all the spots and start doing those things. And, um, and I saw, start seeing the result, my shooting got improved my movement got improved and stuff like that. Um, I start lifting and doing other stuff. Uh, and at this point, I'm like around 18, 19 years old. So, uh, and I'm playing with professionals. Uh, uh, every team has their own professional. At that time, most of the professional came from Africa. Okay. Um, very tall centers because- yes. um, and now I'm challenged because those professionals, they don't do nothing uh, other than playing basketball. So I'm hanging out with them. 
and I'm learning different uh, different way of training. Uh, I mean, the hard work that they're putting me, that it's inspiring me, and I start putting in the work and the work, and that became my habit, like natural thing. I have to do this. Like right. that's the only thing I knew. So I need to work harder, and uh, I start challenging those players, playing them one on one and stuff. So. So I thought like I'm getting better results and I'm getting improved. Uh, and then bigger teams are interested in me. And okay. and yeah, like start jumping from, not jumping, it's like upgrading myself, yes. upgrading the contract and everything else. So at this point, my dad is seeing that is very proud and happy. And uh, they can, he, he got convinced that uh i have something special in me right so, right so that's great that's that you know he finally he finally realized that listen you know that my, my my kid has something special here so yes you know, and he's, uh, not, he's not coming and watching my games I okay mean, getting the feedback of other parents other people saying you have to see your son right and the the, the hard part of that was also my mom passed away early Mm. so my dad had to work so and we like we only knew that hard work is is the only thing right it's it's, it's, it's the only thing right. yeah. talent yeah, yeah. talent That's is it. like we're, we're not even believing in talent yeah you know what I, mean? I mean you have it but uh, you're not relying anymore on it so no i agree i i definitely agree with that coach v it's like you know in regards to talent i always say that talent will get you through the door but yeah. hard work will keep you there. Exactly. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I, that's, that's, that's great. You know, that you, you, you've come from a great background. Your father taught you, well, you know, hard work. This is why you're, you're, you're at the place that you're at. And, you know, it definitely shows. So, you know, the fact that you can be able to play 18 years, 18 years is a long time, you know, to be able to keep your body right, um, to eat right, to diet and, you know, make sure that, you know, the injuries are to a minimum so you can be able to have a long career. Um, you know, did you have any any ups and downs in regards to, you know, injuries and things like that? Or was it was it really smooth sailing for you for 18 years? Uh, no, I had major injuries. Like I had two knee operations. I had broken. I still, I mean, I still suffer from those injuries. Mm. And, uh, I mean, mo I think... Uh, um, I mean, later on, I discovered that whenever you have the jumping ability, you're very prone to have injuries. Yes, yes, you're not you are. Training, yeah, if you're not training, and I'm, and sometimes I'm. I mean, don't forget that we we practice sometimes on the uh, on the concrete. concrete yes, yeah. yes. And, uh, but we don't know that. And I used to put weights on my legs and on my body and jump, uh, which is now not something I don't encourage people to do. Right. It. Right. But that's the only thing I knew back then. Yes. Running on the sand, doing those uh, stairs, running on the stair, jumping the stairs and stuff right. like that. Uh, without the science behind it. Now you have everything. It's like I follow it. I study everything now. Yeah. And I know that, okay, this, there is a better way of doing it. So that's what I'm trying to teach my players. Absolutely. Uh, you don't have to do the, the harder route that I took. That's why I try to make the process of the players that I train to be smoother and to come to a faster, but without compromising anything quality. Right. 
Right. Uh, it's like if you can make the process faster and not necessarily easier, but faster and the right way. Right. More efficient. Yes. And you eliminate the injuries that I have. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I dealt with those as well because, you know, I, there's, there's something called jumper's knees, right? Yeah. Where, you know, it's, it's, it's that constant, you know, banging on that concrete and, you, you know, your cartilage and your ligaments start to start to diminish after a while. And, you know, I, I think well, 2018, I was playing in, you know, some, uh, some weekend leagues and stuff and completely ripped up my knee, um, you know, to the point where, you know, the doctor looked at me and said, I've seen two injuries this bad in 30 yeah. years and you're one of them. So, you know, he said that you may just walk around with a limp your whole life. And I said, you know, just like your mentality, I'm going to prove you wrong. You know, worked, worked at it, you know, four or five days a week. And, you know, now I can be able to run around with my son and do stuff. So, you know, it's 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 tough, man. And, and I, I love the fact that basketball and training has taken a different approach in regards to the technology and how how people train now, how they how they recover from injuries because, you know, ACL injuries back in, back in your time playing, you know, that was, that was it, you know, you, you blow out your, yeah, you your knee, that's it. Yeah. And, and now guys can be able to come back within four to six months. So, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing of, of, of what, what has, has transpired in regards to the technology, but, you know, I, I'm sure. So how was that like rebounding from those injuries? Like, you know, you had knee surgeries now. How how was it getting back to a level where you know that you have to be in order to continue your career? Again, so when I had the injury, the ACL injury, I had ACL injury with, uh, with four meniscus at the wow. same knee, at the same time. Um, I went to the doctor, one of the best doctors in the country. Yeah. I went to him, but the doctor was wasn't involved in sports medicine he was like you know regular doctor but right. he's the best he said do you really want to play this game i think you know or you want to walk a uh, whole your life right. uh, or you're going to be like uh, on a wheelchair what like i said no i want to play the game he said it will take you a year and a half mm. again i went home i'm so pissed off so I'm sad so mad about it i said you know what let's let's let me ask someone else so i had a back at that time my brother was in greece and greece was the at that time was the one of the best medical schools and basketball yes was very high level and still they are but in my time it was like the best there right so my brother had some connections there with a relative cousin which encouraged me to come to Greece, do the operation. So I talked with the club. I said, listen, this is the situation. And they promised me I can get back in six months uh, if I do the proper way of training. Right. And uh, again, the medicine was improving and Greece had a new way of technology doing the, the ACL. Yes. Which, is, which was at that time putting an artificial ligament. Right to make the process faster. Now they take it from a different ligament. Yes, they take it from, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have different, you know, different techniques. They have the cadaver, they can take it from you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I said, I'm gonna try it. And this uh, operation was like new, but 
we found out uh, the uh, Olympiakos, uh, Olympiakos, uh, no, sorry, Panathinaikos is uh, one of the teams there. Yes. Uh, high level doctor, his assistant uh, agreed to do the operation because it was a challenge for the, the doctor to do this operation. They needed like um, maybe guinea pig or something. Right, right. So they said, you know what, we'll take care of it. And and uh, I did the operation and the therapy there too. The therapy was okay. amazing there because they had the, I still remember, I think it called Cybex at that time or something, a machine that will help you recover okay. uh, the, the injury. And they had uh, like a high technology lasers and stuff like uh, a, a pressure, water pressure on their knees, there's stuff like wow. that. I was like, it was everything new for me. So I did, um, I did my recovery and I started getting um, interest from Greek uh, teams. Like, okay. like, hey, would you be interested to play there? And the thing is that I had my fiance at that time and um, I was like 25, 24, 25 years old. So... I mean, I'm away from my family. Uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to go back home. Yeah. I, can't stay, I can't stay here. I'm not feeling very comfortable. Even right. though the, the, it's, it's tickling me like to stay there and play. But at the same time, I said, you know what? I have to go back. So right. I went back. When I went back, um, another big team was trying to rebuild their team because they lost the championship. So they waived a couple of players. They were looking for another player. They said to me, like, hey, we're interested in you. Now my team, who paid the, 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 the cost of the, uh, the, the surgery and everything, the trip and everything, uh, they took it. I mean, they saw an opportunity because that the team that was interested in me was the best team there, and they were a rich team. Right. So, so they kind of sold me <laughs> to that team. And I yeah. was really happy, you know. Yeah, uh, of course. You know, you could be able to compete at I, a high level. Yeah. So they asked a lot of money to tr my transfer. And the club paid it. And they Great. paid me a lot of money to go there. Awesome. And I'm coming there with the injured. I'm not 100% healed. I'm 85%. But that team had their medical staff, that everything is like, things are turning pro. Everything is... Everything's With different. Level yeah. teams, everything is details and they have the they said you know what you can start uh, training i start training with them and uh, i recovered from it and um, and uh, even get back to my jumping ability again wow. and um, I, I i used to be like i used to go and join the slam dunk competitions wherever there was like a competition okay the one of the best there so so uh, when in one of the asian championship all the asian clubs were there so there was a slam dunk competition so i said let me join in to see to prove myself again so i can do this again i i end up being the third i came third but we were tied till the final and there was one dunk to separate it but at that time i my 
I wasn't doing a creative dunk. I said, let me make it because if you miss the dunk, you will get, get points. Yeah, yeah. It's not like now you can try 10 dunks. <laughs> right. <laughs> the best. Like it. So I went like hard dunk and like basic one. Not basic. I mean, jumped hard, but it wasn't creative. So I came third. But again, it was a big, big thing to me because after operation coming and doing the thing. But at that point, after the injury, my thought process was different. Now right. I work on other stuff, not just, uh, you know, my I start working on my mid-range shots and fundamentals, footwork, and fundamentals and stuff like that. I mean, you're always adding. And I learned that from Michael Jordan, like yeah. I. Every year he used to come with a different mentality. Like I'm going right. to be the best defensive player. I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to be the best scoring. I'm right. going to be this. I'm going to be that. So you create that challenges. So I start copying that mentality. I said, you know what? I'm going to get the best at mid range and wide open shots on the three. I'm taking those. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, I start my percentage going higher and higher. And um, my rebounding was I mean, it was very good at that time too. So I'm double doubling every game. So, wow. so, and I'm six four. Like I'm not that high, and I'm playing four position four, three four. So because of my jumping ability, and my jumping ability was like I can like easily dunk reverse dunk while standing under the basket. Like wow. I can turn yeah one eighty when I'm standing. Wow, it helped me a lot. Um, because I have to, I have to, I mean, jump against the big guys. Right. You know? The fact that you're, you're six, yeah. four, you know, you have to be very athletic and, and your timing has to be there. So yeah, absolutely. And, it, and, and when you're a dunker, it's a pride to dunk and it's a pride not to get blocked. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, no, 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 no. They're not going to block my shot <laughs> gonna dunk it in a way that, you know, I'm going to put them in the, I right. mean, those kind of things was back then. Uh, back then, it's it's everything was pride. Like if you yep, steal my ball, I'm gonna bust my ass and steal it back, or right. get to block shot, or or you know what? I get immediately turned personal. Yeah, this age is like they pass by you and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, coach, I couldn't, uh, whatever, you know, like blah blah blah, whatever. No, 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 you can't pass me. Either if you pass me, you will pass without the ball. Or if the ball passes, you're not passing. I'll right. stop. I'll follow you. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, right. They, they, fouls, I'm going to use one hard on you. Like next time when you're coming around, you know that, hey, there's yeah. a, someone there. You know, That's, it, was, it was a different game back then, coach. You know, it, it was more like for me, the way I looked at it is that guys took it a little bit more personal. Like, you know, there was the, it was a game within the game. Like if I'm going against this guy, I gotta make sure that this guy does not is not better than me. He, he's not he's not getting a one up on me. I have to make sure that I dominate him and also you know help my team win. I don't think that is the same type of mentality nowadays. You know, I have I I used to have uh, a hit list like I put the names <laughs> of the players that I need to dunk on them. You know, like, oh, I, this guy, I didn't dunk on him yet. Right, and, I had to dunk on him. <laughs> yeah, this guy is like, next, when I'm, when I know that I have a game, who's their best player? Right. We're like, we're there, like, either, it's either me or you. We're Absolutely. not both of us having, I never gave a high five to an opponent. Right. I never. It's like, now, 
uh, European and score on you and giving him high five. Like, oh yeah, you know they're talking, they're 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 exchanging jerseys, and all of this stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. I'm it's, not like I'm not expect I'm not um, accepting uh, the other the MVP or the best player on that team. I'm not accepting him. I'm saying right. no, no, he's not. He's not. Right. I'm like in my mind, I'm playing that way. Even That's though right. when I retired, we now talk to each other. Of course, we, we say, you know what, there's stories and stuff like that. And now we recognize each other's talent and say, right. you were a legend. You were this. You were that. When I was playing, nobody's legend. No, is I'm not giving respect to anyone. That's right. Uh, in it, it's not like it's not about ego. It's it's different. Type no, of it's, a, it's just about it, it. There's a mutual respect there, but there's also pride where I'm a great basketball player myself. And, you know, I'm not going to concede that you're better than me. That's exactly. not going to happen. In my mind, I, I mean, now if you, I talk about it, it looks like maybe egotistical. But in my mind, it's like it's like we're fighting to who's the king of the uh, of the jungle that's like, right yeah I, I i'm or you are not we're not sharing that title exactly we're not we're not equal <laughs> there, there has to be one after, yeah after the game we talk about it he will tell me like hey i got you a block shot or i stole your ball right you scored only 28 i scored 35 right. <laughs> and you know what and um and we start talking about those like this conversation. Absolutely, I don't have uh, help from my teammates, but you know what? Okay, we'll see you on the day that we know that they'll have a game. Right. Okay, that's a rematch, and I'm waiting for that rematch. Right. You're you're you're, 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 you're you're circling that on the calendar. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, now I'm remembering and talking about it, and it, it's funny that how the the game improved. But the mindset didn't improve. Yes, yes. The mindset went back. We became softer. Now I, I agree. Very softer. You know? I agree. Even the NBA is like time management and uh, what injury ma- this that. Yeah, load management and yes, it's 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 really I interesting. I look at it man. as a BS right now. Like honestly, I train them. I understand. Um, um, I evolved. I understand. But at the same time, I still pour belief in the players and and tell them to take it personal. Right. Because you take it personal, you give 100%. It's not right. about being personal or not. No, it's not. It's like, you know what? After, now after the game, I said to my player, after the game, you can go and congratulate them. And But when you're playing, you have to have that killer instinct. In yes. You. Otherwise, yes. you might be a good, decent player. You know, you might have a good career, make a lot of money from it. But... It wasn't about the money. It started without. It right. was about the money, and still now when I train, it's never about the money. It's never about the money. It's, it's about like, getting better. Yeah, that's my challenge. Every time I train someone, it's a challenge. It's a project for me. Like, how can I trans- trans- transform this regular guy to a beast? Right. But it all starts with the mind mindset, the mentality that you have to bring. The approach to the game has to be on a different level. Right. That's why, you know, few people make it. I mean, there's yes. no secret about it. Why? Because their mindset, it's not just the talent. I wasn't very skilled as a ball handler or, or anything crazy, doing um, crazy moves, 16, 15 dribbles to make a shot. It was like one, two, I took my shot, you right. know, or I'm going to the basket, like whoever is in front of me, I'm, I'm taking them with. Right. 
but um, if if I mean the only thing the game is missing that mentality. Absolutely, that, absolutely. Mentality. I I 100% agree with you, coach. You know and that it, was the era back then. Like if yeah, you the NBA at 80s, even 90s. It was like the Detroit Pistons against MJ. Right. Those are lessons to us. Like that right. was that was like I'm learning from this. Like they wouldn't shake hand I, I remember like i still remember when detroit piston left the court without congratulating right. the yes. Chicago Bulls when they first time beat them and they yes. were beaten by every year right but imagine um put yourself in their shoe for a moment and think like that and if you can take 10 percent of that mentality you can be super super player oh absolutely absolutely it, it's all about it's all about you know that 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 mentality of I have to, I have to be, I have to have that killer instinct. I have to be this dog because if I'm not, then, you know, I'm going to leave something there. I want to give everything. Right. I want to give a hundred percent. I wasn't even thinking if I I hadn't that, that's the only thing I need to have and I'm having it. It's like, it's like if I give 50, there wasn't a training I gave, less than 100%. Right. It's like, even when I go to training, it was a challenge. I'm going to try this dunk. I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to score this. Uh, nobody's, I'm going to, I used to go, I mean, I used to create because sometimes the competition that wasn't that high for myself. So I, I mean, now I look at it, maybe it's maybe not the right way, but I believe it was back then. Right. So I played the games only using my left hand. Mm. I'm going there, you know, I'm using, I can right now, I can still shoot with my left hand as a jump shot, like, like regular. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's not the same percentage, but in a point when I was training and playing, it almost was that, you wow. know, and when like, they weren't expecting, I'm always adding something. Nobody's expecting. They knew that I drive more to the right. There's, you know, the scouting reports. Now you're defying a scouting report. You're going to do something else that they're not expecting. You. Right. So in my mind, that kept me always improving, evolving, improving, evolving. And 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 I, every year, even when I retired, I retired at 36. I made a comeback at 39. The team wow. needed me. I was the assistant coach. The team was struggling to stay in the Division One, the higher yes. league. So, and we didn't have, uh, and when you're playing relegation between the, the first division to second division, to make it fair, because in seventh, second division, there wasn't any imports. So you're playing only with the locals. Okay. So since I had the experience and I could, you know, I made a short comeback and played again and made sure that the team stays in division one. Wow. And uh, again, because of the, the, the killer mindset, like it was like life and that every, every situation. Right. You, you, you refuse now, to I, lose. You refuse to lose. And it's, uh, it's like how shame on me to lose that. Like, right. I mean, it's a, it's a sick way of thinking right now. If you talk to some young guy, they'll <laughs> say, man, that's a, that's a sick mentality. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think that helped me. Like, I think, that was the, the, the like the like the desire that in you to, to think like that, 
help me. I'm saying, is it going to help now people thinking like that? Maybe not. I'm not yeah, sure. It, it depends on the person. It depends on the person. Exactly. Yeah. I think so too. I think so too. Absolutely. But again, you have to always find the reason. And because I'm a goal-oriented and um, uh, result-driven. Right. Even when I'm training, I don't train just to train. Like I need results. Like we have to Absolutely. get some, have to put some goals and hit those goals. And and I know how how much work there is to be done by the players, and always mentoring them and teaching them to kind of have similar to it. Put some goal, target those players. Right. Uh, two days ago, I was talking with one of my players that he was supposed. To, He's a young freshman, but they promised him to play the the, the varsity team. Okay. And they ended up saying, no, you're going back to JV. And he was like, he came to me crying and saying, coach, this, that, you know, it's not fair. There is a lot of players in, in varsity. They're not even half of my talent. All right. I said, you know what? Now you go to the JV games. And you, you destroy it. Destroy everything. Right. You're going to kill everything. That's right. That is, that's chip on your shoulder it's the best thing happened to you absolutely and now yeah yesterday he had the game i didn't talk to him yet but um i was i i i called him we didn't have a practice yesterday with him i wasn't having a training with him but i called him again he came sh shots shots we adjust few things and you know what just the mindset you go there it has to be like that you don't absolutely. you can't go and say oh Poor me. They put it. They didn't. They promised me this. They promised. Control the controllable. That's you can't right. Control that. That's right. You can't exactly. Control that. What you can control. Can you control when you have the ball? That's the only time you can control it. Right. That's a it's great point. The way that people, your coaches, it's not against the coaches, but that's a fuel. Use that. Right. No, use that. Um, like in my time, also there was many times like people to tease me. They say. So and so said that you can't guard him. So and so <laughs> said, you know what? That that maybe it was true, maybe it wasn't. But, but you used I went it there as like I'm gonna use that. Like, right. You know what? Oh, and I'm immediately believing it without even doubting. No, right. they're not. They are nice guys. They won't say that. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll see you. Like, right. That type of a thing, you have to bring it to the game. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to bring that ferocity because you know this is. This is a this is a tough sport. And, you know, in order for you to be successful at whatever level you're playing at, you have to have the mindset that you are the best, not not saying that you 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 will be the best, but you have to be confident basketball. I tell people all the time that, you know, it's like 10 percent physical and 90 percent mental. You have to know you have to believe you have to envision that you're great because if you don't your game will struggle because the confidence is not there if you miss one shot you miss two shots you miss three shots now you're starting to you know sink your head you're you're doubting yourself that will then permeate throughout the rest of that game you have to believe that you're going to make shots you're going to continue to play well you're going to play good defense you're going to win this game it has to be a mindset so absolutely coach i i 100 agree it's so true but at the same time I am having doubt by myself, I, in myself. I right. am having doubt. It's not like I don't have doubt. I have yeah, confidence. Of course. No, my confidence is showing on the court. But right. after the game, I'm saying, oh, my goodness, I should have. I mean, I should do this. I should right. do that. Maybe every time I lost the game, 
and I played the great games, I blamed myself for losing it. Uh, and it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I right, of course. You know, I scored 40 points, 30 points, whatever points I scored, or I got 20 rebounds. Like, no, 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 no. I need to do more. I right. need to do more. I need to do more. So it was about and getting better. Getting better and helping the team to win. Right. I mean, if I need to go score more, I'm going to score. If I need to pass more, I'm going to do that. You know, if I need to cheer for my team, do whatever it takes. Uh, go watch films, study it again by myself, not as a team film watching. That's a different thing. Right. That's The one is given to you like um, team practice, team video, team conference, team meeting, team that. That's that's nothing. That's not, I'm not counting those as work hours. Right. I'm counting the hours that I'm putting by myself. By yourself, right. Working on my there. game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My conditioning is not that good, for instance. I'm getting sometimes tired. I can't. And back then, I used to play games like around 40 minutes. Like, right. Because the game was 40 minutes, and I'm not resting. Sometimes the team cannot. And in 40 minutes, you're going to have your uh, laps. You know, you're not. Absol absolutely. And now I'm blaming myself. My conditioning is not that well. So I remember one time I read the article about Dr. J. He used to run, run on the sand for 40 minutes. Wow. 48 minutes, I think. 40, 48 minutes. Exactly. 48 minutes. I said that during, that's, that's the, the NBA game time. 48. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to start running without even stopping for 40 minutes. That's my game. Right. I'm going to go five more minutes because I might go overtime. Like this right. is analyzing my thing. I couldn't do it at the beginning 40 minutes. I was barely able to do like 20 minutes, 22 minutes. And I said, every week I'm going to add a few more minutes, few more right. minutes until I reach. That's my, con that's my conditioning goal. That's wow. my, that's, I am putting on myself, nor the coaches asked me to do it, nor anyone said to me, you have to do that. Right. But I believe like I'll take something information and how can I use it uh, to my game? Absolutely. That's what I approach. And the, I'm, again, I'm telling you, I wasn't uh, gifted in a sense of uh, Kyrie Irving handles or LeBron James uh, force or, or uh, Curry's three point shots. No, I was solid, but I knew what I'm doing. I knew right. my mindset was right. I'm, I'm, I'm facing, I mean, I played against Yao Ming. Yao Ming was, he was young back then. He was 19, 20 years old. Um, and I, as I told you, I was playing sometimes uh, position four. Right. And um, I scored on him two times. <laughs> and I, I mean, and uh, when I was, one time I was in the paint and I saw him coming. When I spinned, I raised my elbow to hit him and he was, you know, weak and skinny. Yeah. Little. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a couple of tricks I used to do not in, I mean, it's kind of intentional, but it doesn't show. Right. There was a way that I can hide those things. And, um, and I hit him like he fell down. I scored, you know, and like, like I'm not letting him stop him. Like, this is my, not. you know, it's like, this is the mindset. Like I'm, we're talking about the mindset because trust me, it's like, as you said, I believe in that too. It's 19% mindset. Absolutely. It's not about Absolutely. your Instagram or the, the showcases or whatever game uh, highlights. You Highlight package. Right, right. Everybody like, I mean, sometimes you go watch high school standouts 
and it's a regular game. Yeah. You go at night to watch on Instagram the highlights of them. Totally different. It's a totally like, right. <laughs> I, just it's a to- like, I just watched the whole game. This this didn't happen yeah, like this. And, you right. know, then they gave them the you know what like 17, 16 years old, they have tons of followers and and oh, that's really, superstars at, at that age, you know? And and it's not easy to be like I had that thing too. Like when I was famous and like well known back then. And I'm playing for the national camp, like the national team. The right. Everybody's watching me. Watch. I mean, we won the Asian championship, went to world championship, all those things. Right. People are like everywhere. You, you kind of lose yourself. They can't be like, oh my goodness, like this is unreal. Like, right. oh, I'm a big shot. Yes. And and you have to always bring yourself to, to the guard. Relax. You're not there. You got to have to humble yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And because if you don't humble yourself, you're going to, compromise in training you're gonna say yes. you're not good enough uh you know i'm, you, I'm the you'll best. start to you'll start to have shortcuts you know put shortcuts exactly. in and stuff like that you yeah. have to believe in yourself yes but in a sense that uh you're still regular guy you're gonna go again tomorrow after the game work double the work that you need to do absolutely you know? uh, absolutely that's how that's how i think i i got improved year by year yeah and uh, I bring that to my training right now, uh, the way that I think still with the adjustments, a lot of adjustments. Yes. Uh, and I mean, this is a different era. I cannot copy paste whatever I will right. ask, ask the players to do it. Right. But there is a lot of lessons. There is a lot of things that I can take and build on it in a different, uh, different style to teach them that different way. You know, I studied psychology just for my coaching, like, right. I, I, you know, just to understand. And I was a player. I played top team. I played in my later years. I played with the lower division, lower, not lower division, lower ranked teams. Right. And one of the teams I said, like, I just came back uh, from retirement to play that. So all those things. Um, it, helped, it, mold, it molded your, your coaching and your training. Definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. so I guess, coach, let's get into the uh, the training part of your journey. You know, you come, you 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 were you were training out that you were coaching in Lebanon, right? And then you came here, came here about four four and a half five years ago. Now, how was that adjustment period being in the states and trying to figure out what your next step was? Because obviously, you know, I I I watched an interview where you said that you know when you got here basketball wasn't on your mind like that was your that was that was what you you put your heart and soul into for your life but when you got here it's like okay I need to figure out something else I need to maybe drive Uber or do this or do that or you know have an insurance license and do that like you know how hard was that for you to adjust to a different life because you played basketball your entire life you were good at it you know you you had such success in Lebanon and then you come here and it's completely different. Like, you know, just kind of take me through that mental struggle that it was for you. Cause I'm sure it was. It was. Yeah. Um, when I retired, I jumped, I mean, um, again, it happened. One of my coaches asked me to be an assistant coach for women's, uh, one of the best women's. Okay. Team. And, um, <laughs> the funny thing is that it happened that um, we were going to, we started training and we had a tournament with the girls team. And I said, okay, I can go there. 
And I went there and uh, I learned a lot of stuff from coaching and started right. coaching career. So my coaching career after playing was around 14 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, 13, 14 years. So now I'm coaching assistant coach, head coach, whatever, national team coach, women's national team coach, whatever. So uh, the hardest part is not that the transition from player to basketball was was very comforting because I, I needed to stay in basketball. I, right. I, I felt like I can't do anything else. Right. Not that I couldn't, I didn't want to. And I was kind of well known, so my name is like if they're hiring me. Oh, we know. Oh, de definitely. You're you're at, you're at the top of the list. Yeah. So when I'm coming again, there was a politic there too. Like they don't want you. Of course. And there's all those things. Thing. But when I came here, uh, I put in my mind. Uh, oh, people around me here, the my friends, relatives, family that I have a lot of a lot of people from Lebanon. They they knew me Armenians. Right. They knew me there from there. They told me like, uh, here nobody knows you. Right. I, I used to come here for the NBA summer league. The, the club team they used to send me to pick a player or uh, scout a player. The the leftovers that they didn't make the NBA. If we can have one of the ghost guys to come to play in our league and stuff right. like that. So, right. And I have my family here, so I'm coming to visit them. And every time I'm interesting, the conversation of basketball is always there. Like I'm yes. thinking, I said, if I come here, can I coach? I want to coach at the college level, you know? They said, no, man, here is different. I start learning that, you know? I said, I can be assistant coach. I don't mind being assistant coach. Right. Second assistant coach. I just love to be on the... They said, no, here the assistant coach only recruits. So, oh my goodness, what about teaching and scouting? <laughs> and, I, and back home, I'm doing everything. That's right. Assistant does everything i have to scout the team prepare the team conditioning i'm doing everything uh scouting the team and preparing the team against i mean i'm learning all the sets of other team opponents right. so i'm teaching them to my players in the morning session so when we placed uh, we face them on each screen how we're going to defend it blah 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 their player personnel this that so I came here like, no, you can't do that. Nobody knows you here. Nobody knows you. I said, first year, I was like, my family came here. Um, my wife, like she, my wife is another legend in basketball. Too, okay. Like, from Soviet Union. From, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So she played at the age of 45 and she was scoring 40 points. She's wow. Three, three point shooter. Great move. Great. Like 99% free throw shooter. Like crazy crazy stats like, so she was she was better than you coach <laughs> she, was. Talent -wise, she was yeah that's amazing that's amazing yeah. uh, but she had the she was uh, softer and gentle and like you know she doesn't want to harm anyone right <laughs> unlike me different di different mentality <laughs> mentality and she's extremely talented like right she scored 40 40 points, 20 rebounds, and and get out of the game like as if she did nothing. You know? Wow. As if wow. she's supposed to do that, you know? Wow. I'm 6'3", of course I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm this. She right. got a lot of college uh, back then when she was uh, playing um, Kentucky. Many, many, many. I just remember many. Um, she went to World Championship. She went, played in in U.S., in, in Milwaukee. In wow. Wow. She was the best player there, the star of the, 
she was big time, but she was like easily satisfied. Like right. I'm okay. And and now when we came here, it was like um, okay, what we what 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 are we gonna do now? Right. Like, uh, one of uh, the people that I knew uh, uh, from the Armenian Federation. I have an Armenian background, so Armenian Federation. They were looking to hire me as a coach. Okay. So they knew that I'm in the United States, but they don't know where I am. So they they uh, asked someone that is involved in basketball here to find me. They so they found me through Facebook. Wow. Message, said, hey, will you be interested in coaching the U20 of uh, Armenian national team? Okay. Said, okay. Uh, so I took that challenge at that time. I wasn't doing much. Uh, and that time again, I got hired by uh, a big network in from the Middle East, be, be in sports for covering the NBA uh, 2016. NBA. Right, NBA Finals. Yes, yes. So I'm doing that. I'm still involved, kind of in basketball, but back of my mind, like life is very expensive here. Right, absolutely. Like my my country is like I, I mean my in my country I was living a good life. I have a big house there. The, the middle Mediterranean Sea in front of me. We have, wow. I mean, I have everything like yes. I'm happy, easy life. Even if I don't coach, I'm. Uh, but we you're, took. You're very challenge. comfortable. Yes. Yeah, we took a challenge in my bank of my mind. I'm asking everyone around, like, hey, where can I? How can I apply? They said, you know what? Okay, you're a FIBA licensed coach, but here they don't care about that. Oh. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I'm, yeah that's I'm what they're just telling you. I mean, I don't know. So. So I said, okay. So when I coached the national team of Armenia and came back, the the guy that um, in, uh, was the sponsor or he was the one that taking care of my expenses and uh, he was doing it as a favor for the Armenians. Right. He said, what's your plan? What's your goal? I said, my ideal world will be having a gym and training players. And, you know, he said, I'm building one. Um it takes like two years. Can you wait for it? Would you run that? I said, yeah, definitely. So until the gym was getting built, I started doing other stuff. Right. And I took a challenge like, yes, I want to train, but but how, where? And and I don't have the answers for that. And I don't have connection. I don't know anyone here. Right. So one thing to another led to another. So I started doing other stuff. I drove Uber, do insurances, you know, I learned things, you know, I said, maybe this is my new life. Maybe this right. is after basketball, you know, right. uh, until the opportunity comes, like, I don't know, I cannot wait. And, you know, I have to provide for the family. So my wife, uh, I managed to put her in a, in a high school here. I wasn't looking for a high school job because of the pay. Right. You know, because of the pay because i have a family i, I need to take care. i mean I absolutely don't, i'm getting offers to go overseas again to coach but now my wife didn't want to come here at the beginning and i don't i don't want to leave her alone with the kids even though the kids were old but yes uh, but at the same time it's a new country everything is like i have to do everything you know i mean basic stuff absolutely but uh, I mean, I'm a father too. I'm a, a husband too. So I might right. do there too. It's not like just basketball. So right. that got me away from it. But again, I'm not, I'm doing things. I'm 
convincing myself that I'm enjoying it or loving it, but I'm not. So, so when the gym opened up, the guy asked me to be the athletic director and manage it. Awesome. And I had the plans since I, I did, I used to do that in the summertime uh, camps and uh, putting program for different ages, different groups and stuff like that. So I did that. And, and uh, I mean, uh, when the gym opened up, uh, I saw a couple of trainers training uh, players there. You know, I'm, I'm watching everything. I'm on the court. I'm running the show there. And me and my wife were looking at this trainer without any disrespect, but I mean, what is he doing? What like, is he doing? Yeah. He's on, on his phone, he's always like, you know, like, hey, do those things. Like, no, nothing organized, nothing. And we said, we looked at to each other, said, is this? I mean, we came by the way, we came to the United States as if we're thinking everybody knows better than right. us. <laughs> level. You're like, you're, you're coming but, to learn. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, I mean, I, I always learn that that's not a, that's not any, I mean, yeah, right, right, right. I always, I always fill my tank with knowledge. Right? I always want to fill it so I can pour it to the kids or other people. Definitely. So, so I'm seeing like this, this cannot be real. I saw high school trainings. I saw, I saw going and watching my son in high school. I'm going watching the games there and here and there. And uh, we said, you know what, let's, let me do on the side. I mean, I'm working now. I have a job. I'm in the basketball, but I'm sitting on the office, which I'm hating it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not acting as I'm hating it. I, whatever role I take it, I go hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent, right? Students, I did it hundred percent. When I was doing the Uber, I wasn't. I was doing it like whatever I'm doing it. I'm doing it for, for the family. I always put the mindset right. Mindset like, hey, now you're doing this. Don't think about something right. else. Focus right. on. This. So I learned a lot of stuff like that. It helped me. I start reading books more and book. I have more time in my hand. I'm always. Always analyzing, watching games in Europe, following European and European games are different times, time hours. So I'm watching sometimes four o'clock in the morning, sometimes wow. nine a.m. in the morning, analyzing, seeing the games, and still in keeping myself involved in basketball. So, Absolutely. So I happened uh, when I saw that. I put it on a Twitter like, um, if anyone wants to train or something like that, and um, some guy. I mean, I started doing some Instagram. People said, like, you know what? People don't know you. So put some videos. Maybe they will like you or something. They will see what you're doing. So at least they know what you can do. So one thing to another, I, I trained a kid. Uh, he was having a hard time. Uh, he was uh, kind of in a bad influence by others. He wasn't focused. Right. Typical American high school, which for us is kind of different. Like Yes, you know? yes, yes. Um, we don't have those luxuries and do you can you can talk back to your parent and right. do whatever you want to do <laughs> hang out with everybody no you can, you're not hanging out with anyone they my parents not approving for them right but it's a different story so one i led i mean i trained him and um, he 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 made the uh, he made the high school team and he was a short guy but he made the high school dad was complimenting me i mean I so happy I have the gym, I'm using it. So one thing to another, people start coming and seeing when I'm training and watching, oh, he's not just a tech director. He can he can do this, he can do that, he can train, oh. So 
one led to two, two led to five, and um, and the rest is history. So wow, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's when you know that's when the coach v elite training ends up you know becoming a thing yeah. and now you know you have over a hundred thousand uh followers on on instagram and now coach in regards to training kids what is the what was the what is the hardest thing that you have to deal with in regards to possibly getting through to a particular individual is it is it more is it a trust thing where you have to gain their trust or is it more like hey listen you know you're coming to me you know i have a skill set i can be able to get you to a level that of where you need to be like you know how, how is it is it is it different for every kid where you have to kind of like figure out how to get through to them it is every every i treat okay Another thing that I saw here, even so-called MBA trainers, um, they knew a couple of things and they keep doing the same thing. They have this type of trainers. And you have the other type of trainers, they only want to teach the moves and, you know, just to be on the Instagram explaining these moves, which is not bad. Everybody do their own thing. Right. For me, is how because I was a coach and a player, I look at it as a coach's perspective and a player's perspective. Like what they need to do that help them in their game. So for me, it's very important when you're coming to train with me. Is it in your off season, during the season? Because, you know, you don't know when they, they decide to, to come to me. Right. So if it's in, in season, I'm working differently. If it's uh, I have more time and I can take it slower, certain things when I have the, the summer break uh, I, I i focus more on maybe conditioning too but uh, whatever their game is and i'm tailoring the training towards their uh, their game yes there is a lot of similar things you'll do it ball handling and shooting those are yes the same but each level is different Yes, the same crossover an NBA player does or a high school, it's, it's totally different. You have yes. to know the timing of it or, or whatever move you're going to use it. So I first thing is for me, I will I have to assess them. Uh, they come at the beginning. They used to come to me and say, hey, my son plays this. My son is one of the best in this. My son or the opposite. My son is liking this. My son is liking that from day one. I sit with the parent and I sit with the kid. I sit with the parent and only ask the kid. I don't ask the parent, only I ask the parent what's the plan, how much they have to pay. Right. Other than that, um, conversation is, how bad do you want this? Why you want to train? Right. Uh, tell me why you want to train or then why you want to train with me? Uh, uh, you know what? Like I go details to see that they're coming here not because of their parents. They're coming here because they want to. They really want to. Right. And I explained them from the day one, like it's going to be hard training. It's going to be mentoring, coaching, you know, the relationship comes. That's why when they're coming to me, I mean, everybody's most of them, 99% are staying with me. The right. one that leave, they leave for a short period of time and come back again. Uh, and uh, again, the result dictates that. But first I have to do the assessment and put it together a plan for their game. 
um, now in, we're living in a social media era, like uh, whatever move they see Kyrie Irving doing, they want to do. do that. Right. I, I mean, how many Kyrie or similar to Kyrie Irving, you know, that can do that ball handling? Listen, he, he is, he is one in a, in, in a generation. So yeah. Yeah. One in a seven billion, seven right. point two billion. How many people there is. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you have to do your best version of your game. We have to right. improve your game, not copy paste someone's move, even though it's, that's the easiest part. You can, any, not going to say fool, but anyone can go on the YouTube and pick a, some uh, drill and come and show it to me. You right. analyze it, watch what they're doing. But do you understand what you're doing? Exactly. Does your coach approve that move? Right. But in high school, if you do Kyrie Irving's move and score or non score, if you don't score, the coach is subbing you because they say, Who told you to do that? Like, exactly. Kind of, you know? And and it has to be natural. If you're a kindergarten, you you have you have to do kindergarten stuff. If you're middle school, right. middle school stuff. In life, also the same. Even absolutely in schooling, they don't give you subject of a college uh, professor or someone. If you're a, a high school kid, you know right. every level has is. How can you be the best high school uh, student or high school player? That's your goal. That's how you should think about it. Right. Every level. I mean, be the, can, be the best at your level. Yes, exactly. And that's why when I play, uh, put the plan together, we start, I start building a relationship, a trust factor comes. It so comes easy because I don't BS and we, whatever we're doing, I explain them why we're doing it too. It's not like, Oh, we're, let's do this. Why, why? Right. I'll explain to you, we're doing this for that. I tried a couple of moves on my players. That's a general, if I have time. And whichever sits, he feels like, oh, this move is like, works with me. Right. You know, I'm feeling comfortable in that. I'm feeling confident in that. So we start working on that move more often. So he has it in his bag. That's one. Right. But the mindset come with it. You know, once we have that trust, um, uh, the trust and the connection, it's always with connecting to me. With, you know, they're always calling me, texting me, DMing me like coach. I had a game. I say, you know what? Explain what happened. Right. Your perspective. Sometimes if I have the time and I can call and see the coach and I ask them coaches like what you guys or I tell them like go ask the coach what you need to work on. Like what's the coach sees you. Right. Because sometimes in your, you have your game, but you never showed it to the coach and the high school coach or let's say high school coach. Uh, he's only limiting his he's seeing one of the 12 players that he has you're one of the 12 you're not the main he can't look at you as a separately i as a trainer will look at you separately right and work on that but we want to bring whatever we're teaching to the game level so whatever move we're doing whatever thing we're doing it have to it has to help it's 100 percent must right. help him to his game right so this way they're seeing the result and they're seeing and their confidence is growing up. The confidence also comes from preparation. If you're not prepared, you're not going to do well, even if Absolutely. you do that. So, so eventually it's going to come end up uh, whatever he we're doing to his game. So every player, I look at it differently, adjustments and this, whatever we need to do. I mean, there is a lot of things Yes, you can do with every player, but the level of executing changes, the timing of it changes, uh, and you don't want to 
jump bigger strides, bigger steps, taking bigger steps has to be similar to his game and improve that. Right. And whatever role he has, I have like G League players or, 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 for, or like the foreign players that play overseas. Uh, I mean, the team needs him to score, let's say. Right. Not going to come and teach him like uh, uh, the passing more or the rebound more. Even though we do those drills, but the main target is how can we help him to be more effective scoring the basketball? Exactly. Because that's his level. His goal is different. Absolutely. But the the younger ones, they need to know all those things. And then, you know, I like it's, I bring it, bring their game down to the ground zero and build it up again. 100%. And start. Uh, eliminating the the bad habits, the flows, the you know, I start cleaning the moves and cleaning the move. That's why you can see in my videos. I mean, not all the time they're doing the best. I mean, it's not. It shows there's mistakes here and there. Sometimes right. there's a walk here and there. It, I'm not showing. I'm not bragging. It's easy to bring a talented player and tell him to do this move and that move. I'm gonna look good. I don't want to look good. If you see my videos. I rarely show myself in the video. That's right. Even they ask me to so to show it. I explain them. Right. Um, fix it, and train, and then I want them to shine. I don't want to shine. I don't want to care if I shine. I right. I had my time. It's not about I you. Players to go to the next level. It's yeah. not about me. It's about them. And right. If, if you're doing this for other than this reason, you're cheating yourself and you're cheating your player. If you're Absolutely. doing it for money. You're cheating yourself. That do something else. Absolutely. You know? Now, now, coach, do you believe? Because I, I have a mindset or of thinking is that I watch AAU basketball. I watch these kids going through the AAU circuit, and you know they're being taught different skills now. It's about ball handling. It's about um, shooting the outside shot, and all of that is great, but. To me, in my opinion, and I would love to know if you agree or disagree, that the fundamentals with a lot of these kids in regards to training is not there. Footwork is not there. Um, you know, the, the the basketball IQ is not there. The physical attributes are there. They can jump out the gym. They, you know, they have a long wingspan. They're athletic. They, you know, they're fast. But the fundamentals a lot of these kids lack. And when they go from level to level, you see them, you know, if they possibly get to the NBA or even if they play overseas, you, you see that there's lapses in their games that should have been addressed at 14, at 15. And, you know, they're in their 20s now and they still haven't developed those fundamentals. How, how like, do you agree that there is a problem with how kids are being developed, you know, going forward in regards to basketball right now? That's a great question. That's a, I mean, that's a common problem. Yeah. That's a common problem. I mean, when they come to me, when I'm doing the assessment of the player, uh, I see them like maybe they're shooting six out of 10 at their level. Right. In NBA level or different. Every player I do the assessment on their level where they should be. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, So I see their ball handling, let's say seven, their shooting is four. The free throw is three. Uh, the passing ability two out of ten, you know, yes. it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not growing the same way that it's supposed to. Right, it's stagnant. But, yes, the most biggest problem I've seen here, and the, because I'm coming from a different country, 
and I've traveled the world. I've played more, many, 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 many games in right. different countries from all Asia to Europe and everywhere. Absolutely. Um, high school coaches, again, not, I'm not trying to shoot darts on them or anything. They're doing it sometimes. I'm not going to say all of them. Right. I think most of them, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Right. High school coaches, they don't get paid. And that's weird for me. Because high school coaching is a full-time job. Absolutely. Coaching is more important than college. Because yes. now you're developing the player. Now, because there is a problem in that, the AAU is trying to supplement that yes. lack of... Um, and the parents are like, you know what? It's not getting enough training. And it's not getting enough attention because... And those high school coaches, again, I mean, I don't want to come in a wrong way or trying to, you know, um, say bad things about them or anything. It's like they don't have the passion and they're only thinking about winning the game. Right. It's not about, I mean, it is the winning the game. Okay. Generally, sense of talking about it. Yes. You want a game. It's, but it's, a game. it's about developing these young, these young At athletes. The so. priority is right. developing the game. Right. If you can win the game while you're developing it, amazing. Great. Right. For you. But if you're not teaching, if you're the high school coach not teaching, who's going to be teaching? Right. How? Right. I mean, maybe that's a good thing for me. They'd come to me. Because right, they go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I don't want to be that. Like, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I want them to get even better. Let's work on the details until, instead of working on the major right. uh, flaws or major problems, right. you know, and uh, understand. Okay, I will going to tell you an example. My son plays in high school. Uh, my youngest plays in high school. I watched few games. I went to watch few games. He's six, seven, six, wow. seven, six, eight. He just turned sixteen. Wow! So he has he has more to grow. Yes, I, uh, my wife is six three. I'm six four. I mean, there is a potential. He already passed us. So yeah, he, he may end up being six ten, maybe maybe seven. But, Who knows? Yeah, you yeah. yeah. I mean, his wingspan is seven feet. Three. Wow! Yeah. Wow! But he's skinny. His legs are weak. And we, we get that, you know. Yeah. And. Um, so a couple of games my wife went to watch and I take her uh, assessment or whatever, you know, we talk basketball all the time and that's yes. my son too. And I'm never pushing my son. I, I rarely train my son because it's, it's really different. That's a different topic. It's, by a, di it's a different dynamic. Yeah. 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 So what happens is one game he starts, the next game he plays 20 minutes. The third game he plays minute 38 seconds. Wow. Then the game after that, he plays the fourth quarter only. Sometimes he, I mean, you're confusing the son. I yeah. mean, not because it's my son, but those kids are getting confused. I never went to the coach. I never said what you're doing. I right. whatever, if he asked me something, I say, you know what? Go talk to your coach and see what's happening. See what you can be able to fix, you know, find exactly. out from the coach. Exactly. Yeah. Find yeah. Out. And he's on the AAU basketball team too, which one of the AAU, I mean, I tried few and this guy, this people that they train, I trust them. Plus, we're getting what we can get from that. Like, yes. AU basketball has his own uh, value. Yes. Um, take that only from it. Yes. I mean, don't send, don't send them there to become 
the next LeBron James. Exactly. Over. Yes. Yes. Use it as games, the extra games. Let him make mistakes. Let right. him learn from it. If he's right. not learning from it, and if he has a trainer or coaches around him, ask more questions. Learn. Eventually, the player has to come to a point that he can make his own decisions. That's right. Yes. At the early stage, your parent is making the decision. The coaches are making the decision until you start knowing, like you know what. Uh, and I tell my players many times, like when you're playing with your high school, your high school coach, you have to listen to him. Right. Whatever he's teaching you, don't say you know um, anything bad. If you're not playing, the coach sucks. No. Even though sometimes I know that coach sucks, but it's, that's not the point. <laughs> right. The point exactly. is like you're you're playing in that team. You're gonna follow his rules. That's right. But sometimes those coaches are taking it extreme. They're gonna teach the kid from the early age. Like I'm not gonna play him, so I'm gonna see if he's gonna uh, try his best next time training. Right. I mean, they're not built like that. No, I and and, you, and like you say, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier is that. As a coach, you have you're responsible of how to get through to your players, and everybody is going to be different. You can't it can't be like a blanket uniform thing. Every player needs different types of motivation. So you know it's 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 your responsibility to take on that challenge. And 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 you're right. A lot of these coaches they don't. But and, they and have to understand. They right. have to understand. For instance, my son is a when when you have a tall kid, right? Growing up tall, he's still growing his body is still adapting he wore yes. shoes 17 wow skinny. like like i mean those all if you see all the nba centers or the tall players they all went through this phase if you never had right. that experience you won't understand right those are late bloomers their skill comes later yes that's why i'm not pushing my son too much let him grow and right. grow get stronger and stronger and then i mean we're working on the skills but that's sometimes that's not the number one priority right now sometimes yes. the right priority is sometimes they don't select a player to a team just because he's not developed yet right the best coaches see you when you look at a seed you know the fruits of it right so you that's so you take part. you take it on yeah yeah and you you help you, have, you help build it if you're going to recruit the player or you have to have the sense of valuing or knowing the talent you have to see the seed and you say, you know, from this seed, I can take an apple tree. Yes. From this seed, I can take. And, but they don't have the time for it. Like, I, I get a lot of complaints from the players that I train. Uh, even yesterday, I was talking with one of the moms of a girl that I, a girl that I train. Um, she's very talented. She's doing yeah. great. In a, but the coaches favor someone on the other, the, the, the team other than her and the coach is always hey you guys have to pass the ball to that you have to do this you have to do that you're not playing in nba to give it that role like superstar exactly role. right develop the rest of them understand their feeling understand when i coached the women's basketball it was totally different right. environment their problems their their way of thinking it's totally different you have to come on the same uh, tuning or the same wave and communicate with them. When I'm talking with the younger ones, I'm coming down to their level and I'm trying to explain how to, I can bring this down to their level. Right. So they can, we have to be on the same level to understand each other. I cannot come and tell you, hey, I used to do this, I used to do that. It right. doesn't work like that. 
But I take the general sense of it. I used to work a lot of hours. I, I can say, say that, you know, certain things I did was wrong, but that was, I, I mean, I learned on myself. Right. The way that I'm teaching, I'm avoiding a lot of stuff. And when I was coaching also and as an assistant coach, I learned a lot of stuff not to do. Right. Not, to do, not just what to do, what not to do. Absolutely. And I was assistant a lot of years. I stayed assistant, even though I was getting head coaching job, but I didn't want to. I said, I mean, let me, let me be like a sponge and learn more and more and more and more. I had a great connection with the players because I was a player. They had, I had the respect and they knew me. So they come and tell me a lot of stuff and you start learning that those kids are not dumb. Right. They don't say nothing to you. They don't answer back to you, but they have their opinion. They have, you I have to clear their mind. You don't want confusion in that level. When they're young, one game you're playing the starter, one game you're playing two minutes, one game, and you're not addressing why this is happening it's going to create confusion when Absolutely. i was playing with the best team in lebanon they saw they i was i mean i was meant to play starting five but the coach decided to put me in a championship as a backup you know the sixth man right i wasn't happy at the beginning and i was confused i confronted the coach because it was so obvious, like I deserve better than, I mean, I really, it's not like I'm saying to myself and everybody's saying that. The coach told me, listen, I'm gonna start with the five, but if things go wrong, I need someone coming from the bench that can change the situation. Right, that I can rely on, yeah. I took that to my heart and that's that the year that we played the Asian championship, I was the best six man in the Asian. Right, you, you won the best six man award, yes. yes. So I mastered that even though it wasn't, my thing i was like no i had to play my mind was different so that creates sometimes confusion right. it's good to tell your friend or the player that's what i'm i'm if they see that you're doing for their benefits that's what they see in me they see that i'm there for them i'm helping right. them but i'm the trainer i'm not their coach the coach look at them when i was coach i look at them as a 12 players 12 of my kids i can't right. separate them one by one but each one has their own role, yes. But I try to grow each one. You know, sometimes I challenge a player. I'm telling you, you know what? I'm challenging you to do these things. When I had a strategy when I was coaching, I always complimented the things that I need them to do. Right. Like, what a great rebound if someone did. We needed the rebound. I wouldn't say, hey, guys, we need a rebound. They already know that we need the rebound. I came up with the question, are we going to rebound today or not? That's one. Second, right. or how can I... When someone dives on the ball, yes, I know, right. like shout, and the whole team now jumping on the ball because they need to take That's right. That's You know, they, they, they want that praise. Yes, I'm, I'm praising what I need them to do. So the same is if you want your player to do certain things and they're not, find a way to communicate. Right. And I see that a lot of times. They're just yelling, 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 and the kid is not getting it. The kid yeah. is not getting It's your fault. It's your yeah, fault. Yeah, absolutely. You're coming to his level. And, and I mean, you pick the players for whatever reason you did. And you saw something in them, right? Like in, they're in your team. Now, if you're thinking about it, oh, uh, I'm the JV coach. I shouldn't be varsity coach. That's the wrong mindset you have. Right, because you're, you're doing these kids a disservice. You're not giving them the, the 100% effort that they deserve. Or, or if you're the assistant, you're just looking for how can I get the head coaching. Right. Job. 
if you that's a wrong way of uh, that's a wrong way to approach the game plus yeah. those kids they really rely some of them are so innocent they don't know a lot of things they don't know right like sometimes at the beginning when i was training at the early ages like i because i was still thinking as a player i was like they have to know this like this is basics right i pushed the U, um, u20 armenian national team we had a lot of U us college players Uh, division two, division three, and we have a, a division one player too. Uh, Stephen Enoch, he plays in Louisville. He used okay. to play in Louisville. He's playing in Spain right now. So, uh, I mean, I'm teaching them stuff, and I was surprised that they didn't know how to change it to zone during the game. They were like right. take a lot of time. I asked few co a few of the players. They said we never played a, a single game zone. Wow. Or Or we didn't play this type of help or that type of help, uh, and uh, and I took it a challenge to myself. I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. That's my thing. But we didn't have time to prepare. That's why there is a lot of preparation has to be done. Absolutely. Until you put them, your goal should be how can I put them in a way that they can succeed? Right. They can succeed. Not your team record will be better. You're not playing professional. When you play professional, that's a long. That's a difference. That when I was uh, training, co coaching uh, professional teams, if I'm losing a couple of games, they're gonna fire me. I'm always, right. ready, I'm always working. But when you're a high school coach, even college coach, you're sitting there for 20 years sometimes. 30 right. Years. You, you get you get time. You you get certain time to to figure it out and put your system in, develop these guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Exactly. But I mean, uh, your main concern ha is how to develop those kids. If you see. Like it has to. I mean, if you see that they're liking some aspect of the game, they're not getting it. Uh, reach out to the trainer, or or, right. or or sometimes what they do is some of them, most those high school coaches, like they're involved in AAU basketball too, so they pick the player that he's playing with his AAU team. Yes, I mean there is a lot of politics too. Kids come and Absolutely. complain. I never accepted kind of. I mean, I don't want to say that to them that. This right, you don't, you don't want to make it as an excuse for them to, yeah. to yeah, yeah. But I say, you know what? Change the situation. Find a solution. Find right. a solution. Think about the solution. You're now thinking about only the problem. If you think the, on the problem only, you're going to magnify the problem. Yeah. Find the solution and think about that solution. You magnify the solution. And sometimes life is not fair. You're not going to get every time you share, oh, you deserve to play. No, I, I came up when I was playing to a point where I don't care what I think about myself. Is everything thinking similar to what I'm thinking? Am I every, you know what? Like that's how it doesn't, it's not only you think that you can play or you be, you have to be the starter. Right. You have to prove that you deserve to be the starter. Absolutely. Your body language has to be game, a game. Five, uh, like, you know, most of those kids now, they roll their eyes if the coach says it. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it's a it's a huge problem. It's a huge and it's both. It's not just the coach's problem. It's it's the parenting problem. Yeah, the parents, they think that their kid is the next. Uh, yes, super. yes. I mean, give them a break. Like, let right. them enjoy this this process. You know, right. uh, or sometimes because parents have to do a lot of sacrifice to to take them to the games. Right. Uh, to take them to, I mean, they have to pay the trainer. They have to pay. Uh, for the, those tournaments, the they, they 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 invest a lot, so they're they're they expecting they're they expecting the, the this great player to to you know emerge and you know it's it, it's not like that all the time. It's a process. 
and it's not about only to be i mean if you don't make it to the mba or they come and sometimes they say okay what's that what are the chances to for him to make the mba that's not the point no that's it's not the, right if you send your kid to a school i always give this example if you send your kid to school and they say you know what my son is not leaning on becoming a doctor you know he's a preschool kid you're saying maybe he's not become a lawyer or whatever so i'm not going to send him to school no you send him to school to be the best at his age and so when he comes to the level that when he comes to that bridge he will cross it when he's he but but players grow and learn a lot from discipline from from camaraderie like they build that friendship and sometimes I mean, right. I have friends from all over the world. We still talk with each other. We still talk about basketball. Okay, time is not helping us much. I know everybody's busy, but still, still right. <laughs> uh, I've traveled the world through basketball. I met a lot of people, good, bad, uh, ugly, whatever. It's like I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot of lessons, right. and and it's about at the end of the day, it's about becoming the best version of yourself. And it's Absolutely. always chasing. Absolutely, you're always going to be chasing the better version of yourself. You update your phone right. every other time. It's you have to update yourself. Your knowledge, you have to update it. Your your game has to be updated. That's a great point. Uh, whatever you were doing at the high school won't work in college. Some will, some does, but you have to do it better, double. Now this year I right. took it a challenge, and I'm preaching my players the motto of like uh, double the work double the results this year right. we have to recover from 2020 some of you didn't practice i have guys didn't touch the ball for a couple of months and this was a right. situation we couldn't control it yes but what i can control is i can i can do some homework uh, at home i give assignments for my players you know what whenever Good. whenever Good. you're going home when you finish your homework i want you to do this and that you know find the park go park when when there is no way we still i still had situation undercover went to drove an hour hour 30 minutes to to right. train couple of players it was a sacrifice you got to you got to preach no excuses no excuses no excuses i mean yeah. what can you do like what can you change right. how can you change i know it was a tough year for everybody everybody struggled Absolutely. and still some are struggling i mean the good part is that you're still alive Yes. from it so but um, again i mean uh, pivoting you know you have to know how to pivot like in, in the right. game you have to in in your life also sometimes you pivot to one direction to another and it happened with me i mean uh, when they furlough me from ad at the co uh, when um, uh, during the pandemic um, i found out the way to train players and when they asked me to come back i was like You know what? I'm not taking it, taking right because I want to do what I love, and like you know, I pivoted from you know something bad happened. I turned it to positive. And exactly. You can do that in the games, in the trainings, in your life. You're gonna have big success in life, and it's necessarily making it MBA. Making it MBA. I know I had that goal. I had that dream. Everybody has it. It's good to have that dream, but you know what? I'm happy where I am right now. Right. and i'm happy what i did and i want my kids also the players to to enjoy the process and have fun while you're having the pro but at the end of the day this is a game and game has to be fun they have to be enjoying the game right. enjoyment comes from winning from sacrificing from hard work all those things combined 
that's ups and downs. That's how that's how it's supposed to be. Absolutely, Coach. I I, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself because you know we 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 love this game, we love sports, but how I look at it in regards to how kids should look at it is that you you go into sports for the experience. You go to get better. You also go there to get structure, discipline, learn, learn how to be successful and attain goals, whether they're little goals or big goals. It, it, it will take you through life because life is all about meeting an obstacle, getting over that hurdle, you know, uh, uh, getting through adversity. And sports is the it's like it's a microcosm of life. That's how I've always looked at it. Like, you know, when I was growing up playing basketball, that that's how that's how my coaches made me look at things is that what you're experiencing here in this little bubble is a microcosm of life. There's going to be ups and downs, but you have to understand and you have to learn how to adapt and get over it. You have to you know, there's no excuses. You got to get better. You got to make sure that you don't feel sorry for yourself, that you continue to ask questions and learn and, and continue to, you know, advance your education and whatever you're doing. So, you know, sports, sports is a great thing for kids. Um, you know, I, I, I would want every parent to put their kids in sports, no matter what type of sport it is, uh, because it just, it just, it just builds character. It really does. And, 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 that's, and the, that's the, that's the beauty of the game. Yes. That's the beauty of the game, the challenges that the obstacles that you're facing and challenging plus it's not an individual sport, right? So there it's is a, a lot sport. of uh, yeah. There is a a lot of variables. Like yes. there's a lot of things you cannot control. You cannot control your teammates, right? You can influence them, right? You cannot control your coach or your the time that you're playing on the court. But I can influence it to make more time by me showing up early by doing the double the work. Absolutely. I took it whenever it was unfair with me. I always took it. And I blamed myself. Right. I said, you know what? Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not putting it. You know what? Let me show to the coaches that I really want this thing. Right. And uh, even though sometimes you think that you deserve it, it's not going to be given to you. When exactly. it's not given to you and you're hunting for it, I think that's how we we, 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 we need to approach to the game. You have Absolutely. to have that mentality that I'm going to hunt for what is mine. The lion, one goes to the jungle, he says, you know what? That deer is mine. That's and right. Attack it. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, it's not like, oh, I'm the king of the jungle, so the deers have to come to me and right. be prepared meal. No, I'm going to fight that. Even though it's mine, I'm going to take it. That's by a great force, point. By, by, by whatever it is. And, and, and the lion also puts the work to get that. You know, he runs after that deer. Sometimes he misses. Sometimes he gets it. But most of the time, because he's the lion, I mean, that, that's another way to approach it. Like right. whatever lesson you can get, whatever quote there is, and there's millions of quotes, whatever you can get it to your advantage, right. take it, use it, believe in it, and change. And you can evolve. After two years later, you look back, you say, you know what? Oh, I learned from that, right. but I'm now in a different place now. Absolutely. You know, that's how you 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 elevate your game when you say go to the next level your next level will come with the hardship with failures a lot of time failure is is a part of it definitely failure yes. is a part of it we avoid failures oh my son is the best if your son is the best in the school change the school go somewhere else like you know, right maybe a small school there's a million of high school and different levels too it's like 
continue to challenge and push yourself. Yes. Exactly. Put him in an environment that he's going to fail. Right. So he's going to learn. Right. And be there to help adjust. Or if you're not that right person, seek the right person that can help their, your son. Absolutely. Don't be, be the dad that you need to be or a mom you need to be. And let the trainer be the trainer. Let the coach be the coach. And let the player be the player and let him learn through the process. Uh, sometimes you, I mean, when you, we were young, barely could make walking. We fell 10,000 times. Right. Stand up again. Eventually we're going to walk, you know, sometimes right. it takes a little bit more time for some, sometimes you can do it faster and you cannot measure every player to the, the progress they can, they can have some people progress. I have a lot of players after college, they became the best player. Right. Late bloomers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of, uh, uh, after college players, like I, they they come because they say like, coach, we never had a coach to teach us to learn to to, to you know we're learning a lot of stuff. Like they come, I mean they they're they're working. They they might play some rec games here and there, right. but for their their goal is like to learn. That's that's I think anything like even on dieting or, or working out. It's the, the, the consistency, but right. it, mostly if you transfer it to be a lifestyle. A lifestyle, yes. It's not, a, it's not a hobby. It has to be a lifestyle. Exactly. Like if you're going to lose weight and you're doing it just for a diet for a certain period of time, you're going to gain the double the weight. Yes. But if you take it as a lifestyle, I'm, not, I'm avoiding sodas. I'm avoiding pizzas. I'm avoiding whatever. Now, after a while, you see your body is transforming, you know? Absolutely. And, and another thing, like I always teach my players, is like the what they put in their body. Like at the, even at the early age, like know what to put in your body because right. the only body you have, and you're gonna play. If one injury, you can be one injury away from uh, stopping playing that game. Yeah. yeah, you know, if you don't take care of yourself, I'm not gonna go extreme saying everybody gonna get injured, but if you put a good fuel in yourself and be in the right environment. Sometimes you have to change environment. Yes. I changed my environment. I peaked wherever I was in Lebanon. I came here, challenged back, starting from zero, trying to do other stuff. Right. And then I find my way and you know what? I'm climbing it again. I'm not satisfied. I'm happy where I am, but I'm always trying to be the best I can be. And not just me, how can I influence many, 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 many more people? How can Absolutely. I myself to help others? And when you play the game, you always feel, I see always myself in those players. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listen, coach, this was, this was awesome, man. You know, this was probably one of the best conversations I've, I've had in a long time. You know, I, it was a pleasure having you on, um, you know, hopefully we can be able to speak again. Uh, you know, you're doing great things out there. Um, you know, what you're doing for these kids, you know, you're teaching them the, the, the fundamentals of the game, you're teaching them skills, but you're also teaching them, how to prepare for life. And, and that's, that's the most important thing, you know, minus the, the, the skills that they're going to learn in regards to the physical stuff, you're preparing them mentally to, to have better lives, have more, you know, consistent behaviors and structures in their lives where they can be able to be successful in whatever Avenue they're going into. So, you know, you deserve a lot of, a lot of praise, a lot of kudos for that. And, and I, I definitely respect you for that. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes natural. Like I don't put effort the way that I, I do it because this is my mindset. This is how I believe in it. Right. And I believe in something. I want to do it. So 
again, the players also are the same. When when they believe in it, that's why I try to clear every thing that can distract them, so they can have the pure belief in 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 their level, in their skills, and and plus in in life. You know, right. because um, I mean times are getting difficult and. There's too many misinformations everywhere. Right. Too many bad things happening around us. But how can I be the influence? How can I change? I cannot change many, many things, but I can change my surrounding. Absolutely. Whenever you leave, leave, leave that place with a positive uh, environment. Like, you know, poor belief in those kids. I, I, I poor believe in them, you know. Definitely. Even though sometimes they don't see it, but, you know, inject in them the belief, inject in them that they can be uh, a good human being at the end yes. of the day. Basketball can stop and at any time. Hopefully not, but I mean, you know, uh, but life goes on and uh, try to influence others, you know. Absolutely. Like, be a good human being. At Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. So, you know, just let everybody know where they can be able to find you and what you have, you know, going on in the future. Uh, I mean, I'm in Glenda right now. Even though I'm getting a lot of invitation to go to other states, but I don't know. For now, until I build a team, yeah. uh, staying here, I have I have a responsibility towards those kids. Absolutely. Uh, they can find me on Instagram, coach underscore ve. Um, I mean, they can shoot me question. I answer all of the questions. Great. If it's a serious basketball related question, not the stupid things. Uh, I always take time, even though I'm so busy. But yes. But when I come home and I have a time, I go to my Instagram and uh, answer uh, uh, all the questions that kids have. I have a lot of following from different states and they always wish that I was there with them. But I mean, I always give them a pointer or, or I mean, I love, I lo really, I honestly love what I do. Absolutely. Even if I'm doing it for free, I would have done, do it, you know, but right. uh, that's my passion. So hopefully I can be influence as much kids i can or players i can yeah definitely definitely coach you're, you're doing you're doing a hell of a job keep doing what you're doing and you know i'll, I'll definitely keep uh keep my eye, eye out for you in regards to you know what you're doing and 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 you know who you're training and all this stuff so you know like like i said we'll we'll talk again down the road hopefully yeah thank you barry thank you for having me absolutely Hopefully we didn't talk too much no no <laughs> we talked we talked we talked for a while but it was great it was great Press, it's like I'm a. If you press my basketball button, I'm going on. Yeah, and yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the it's same. Of, it's a big part of my life. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, it, it, it shows. It shows you have a passion for it. So you know, continue to 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 do what you're doing because you're doing you're doing a lot and you're doing much more than a lot of people out there are doing. So you Thank know, you, you deserve you deserve the uh the 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 uh the praise for that. Thank you, Barry. Thank you so much. Thank you. All that. right. So we'll, we'll talk again, Coach. Thanks again. Thank you. More than welcome. Thank you. I'd like to thank Coach V for coming on the show. Really insightful, passionate about what he does, his career, his journey. And you need people like that to be helping kids. You need people like that to help our young adults get to the next level. Guys that are passionate. Men and women who are passionate about building character, building great people, as well as great athletes. So kudos to him, man. You know, I, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I'll continue to keep watching his success. 
as he continues down this road. So, shouts to Coach V. Coming up after the break, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week, on a Saturday. It's all even. This is the God Jensen Gals. Just want to give a shout out to All Even Podcast, the best sports podcast out there. Keep up the amazing work. Also check us out at CigarJensenGals.com, where everyday apparel for cigar smokers. Let's get it. What's going on? What's up with you? It's your boy, the Candyman, the ALFRE to the D. It's your boy, Alfred, from the Rap Lab Podcast. And it's the one and only True G. Just call me the QG from the Rap Lab Podcast. And you tuned in to All Even with Barry Grant. Boy, that shit crazy. Welcome back, y'all. So without further ado, the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. We pick candidates on Tuesday and Saturday, and then we pick the winner on that Saturday show. So respect to LeBron and Terry Bradshaw for holding their L's, but none of those dudes are the winners. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner is the Los Angeles Angels, the entire organization. The Los Angeles Angels are my... Because in any other situation, a Hall of Famer, an icon, a legend would be glorified they'd be you know prepped up and propped up and they're allowed to have their farewell tour ladies and gentlemen of the jury the los angeles angels thought differently they thought that designating legendary slugger the machine albert pujols for assignment basically releasing him from the team was in their best interest how he spent nine and a half years with this organization. Now you want to cut him because he's at the tail end of his career? Why wouldn't you just allow him to finish out his career, have his farewell tour, and be honored and appreciated for the legend that he is? Instead, you have this man looking crazy out here it's embarrassing but do i expect anything less from the los angeles angels of anaheim no i don't first off listen to the name it's the most confusing thing you will ever hear are you the la angels are you the anaheim angels i don't even know where los angeles of anaheim is that's like when i was growing up i I grew up on the border of rosedale queens and long island It wasn't Rosedale of Long Island. Nah, it was either you lived in Rosedale or you lived in Long Island. So it's always been confusing to me, but this is the organization. They're a confusing organization. Why? Because they do things backwards. They're idiots. You see, when you have an organization like this that thinks that they're just as good as the big team in town, the Dodgers, they have this delusion of grandeur in their head. That they can be able to operate this way. They have one World Series championship in their existence. They made a movie about these losers. Angels in the outfield. Because they've had a history of being bad. This is this team. So you can't expect this team to do anything right. They have arguably one of the greatest players of all time. That they've drafted. He's played well. He's been here his entire career. And he's yet to play in a postseason. Because they can't put the 
proper pieces around him to be contenders. Idiots. They are the Clippers of Los Angeles. They operate in the basement so they don't understand how things work on the surface where the light is. No, they're always basement dwellers. Looking for the space heaters and the dehumidifiers and the blankets and the first down jackets because they're always in the basement. They have no idea what it feels like to be on top. No idea. So why should I expect anything different? I don't. It's still disgraceful though, but I don't expect anything from them. And their ticket prices is wild high too. <laughs> why am I going to spend big time money on the second rate Los Angeles team when I got the Dodgers? Why would I do that? That's like buying a Chevy Malibu when I got Ben's money. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that. And Mike Trout and Shohei Itani, they should definitely look closely. Look very closely because you guys are producing now, your young guys and sluggers. Once you get to Albert Pujols' age, be careful because you can obviously see that this team, this organization, has no loyalty for Hall of Famers. So the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and Sacramento and San Francisco and the West Coast the front office will never see another World Series unless they buy tickets to one. But they are winners for Dummy of the Week. That's all for this show. That's all for this week. I'll see you guys on Tuesday where my voice should be a little better. Until then, stay safe. Stay cool. Peace. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at All Even Podcast. Listen to the show on Anchor, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. And check out my YouTube channel, All Even Podcast. And don't forget to share, like, and hit that subscribe button. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.